This week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus is brought to you by Recycle Art Show. It's a new pop-up art show at Sodo Shopping Center. We're going to be talking about all the hot things happening in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I'm the Bus, John Busdecker. Hey, the Bus. I'm Brendan O'Connor, the editor of Bungalower.com. And we are in beautiful, my favorite neighborhood, College Park. Yeah, and more specifically, Albert Park. Albert Park is that little tiny park right on Edgewater <laughs> Drive with the gazebo. Where that homeless guy lives. Yeah, well, I don't know where he's at right now. Oh, where he, oh, he disappeared. He's hiding. <laughs> he's listening to us. But this is this is Bungalore and the Bus, and we talk all about downtown and, and College Park and Winter Park. Yeah, and all the parks and uh, Soto and, uh, yeah, all those downtown historic bungalow neighborhoods. That's right. And this is all from bungalow.com, the coolest website in all of Orlando. It's true. That's official. It's written. Is it? Is it voted on? I wrote on? it, but it, no. Is it voted on? <laughs> no. If you open it up to votes, you get things like Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, you don't want that. No, you got to decide. It's very uh, the prince. You should have a, a poll on, on bungalow.com. <laughs> well, we should call it. What? Or just a poll in a general? Poll. No, I'm saying you should have like a like a like a top <laughs> ten list and have a poll and. You know, uh, you, you know what? You know you shouldn't. It's I, a pain. I love what people have to say. <laughs> Do you? No. You hate comments. You <laughs> I hate it when people. I comment. love comments. I look at comments all the time. I'm but looking you, at them but all you day. You hate them. I hate them when they're mean. There's some. <laughs> there's some mean people out there. I know there are. They're and not mean to me. Hurts though. my feelings. They're mostly mean to you. Right. Well, the moment you like. Have a comment. The moment you have an opinion about something is the that's moment why I don't have you an opinion opinions. about anything, and that's what I shouldn't. The only reason we're saying that people were mad is because I did put a couple opinions on Instagram, and I should not. I have. saw it. Like there was one with uh, you called out somebody throwing a cigarette butt out or something. I did. It was an F dot employee throwing a cigarette butt, and I was like, "Hey, F dot employee, dropped your cigarette," and people like brought me to. Brought me to Is school. that the one that you're talking about, or, or did you get in that was with the something second else? one? <laughs> the first, the first one was somebody parked their U-Haul on uh, the Orlando Urban Trail behind Mills Park, and I did not think it was cool, and I thought I would put them on notice. <laughs> and and traditionally, bungalow readers would be like all over that. Uh-huh, you but know? your Instagram yeah, readers, bicyclists, aren't. Yeah. I guess they were like, well, why didn't you like help him out? It was a hot day. Help him move. Yeah, why, why didn't you help why him Why are you just Brendan? complaining? Apparently, I hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the internet told me. Uh, so yeah, we're in College Park recording today, and uh, we're it's, it's beautiful out. I'm actually sitting at a, a, a mosaic cement, table. <laughs> yeah, a cement picnic table that I have never sat at. I want to know who made these mosaic tables at Albert Park. If anyone out there is listening who knows... Tell me. I have no idea. My favorite thing about this park, I don't really hang out here very often, is I believe once a month on a Sunday they have an exotic bird meetup. <laughs> we're not bring, talking about ladies. No, no, not not ladies. <laughs> Real actual birds. I like what kind of birds? Like parrots. Like those ones toucans. that like dance at each other and they like like those the ones birds from of New Paradise? Guinea. I don't I don't know if they have those ones. I love but they those. like people bring their cages here and they have them on their <laughs> shoulders and I've always wanted uh, to come and check it out but so weird. It is a little weird. We have a weird alert column that we do on Bungalore and that sounds perfect. That would fit. Maybe I'll do a video on it I, one day. Sounds good. Everybody's right. loving your videos, John. I appreciate that. John, yeah. you just did that great video about Crystal Osborne from uh, Zombie Head Salon and I people did. are just eating that up. We talked about that last week and she's a she's a popular lady. 
now. G- getting virals. That's true. I don't know how many people are getting their hair cut by her yet, <laughs> but, I, but everybody's talking about her. I should get my hair cut by her. <laughs> it's so long. I know. I need a haircut. I like it. I like it. I think you look fancy. So where do you want to start? I think uh, the most. what's the most important story you think from this week? Probably one I wrote. Yeah? Yeah. Well, let's well, talk about it. we are in College Park, so we should talk let's about talk this. Let's talk about it. Blodgett Gardens. Not a Harry Potter location. It does sound like a Harry Potter place. <laughs> but it's a nursery here on Edgewater, uh, North Edgewater, just north of Parr Street, south of Was Fairbanks. a nursery. Well, no, it's still open. There's still a few more days. All right. But they've been in business for 81 years. That's amazing. That is a long time. One of the, Probably one of the oldest businesses in orlando i mean there's not a lot of things that are older than 80 years here open in 1936 they told me closing down i don't okay but keep Uh-oh. going so why uh, are they closing so, well i i talked to one of the co-owners nick francisco great name kind of a great name yeah <laughs> and he said that you know the internet and big box stores have just sort of really taken a bite out of their business and i think you know from the impression i got him and I believe his brother. If you've ever been there, his brother has like kind of long hair, kind of kind of hippie looking, okay. but super nice guy. We used to go buy our plants there all the time. Really, really helpful. And they just, you know, they're getting a little older. I think as well. They and, don't have kids. Uh, not that I know of, and it doesn't sound like you know it's it's worth it to them to continue to invest in the business. Here's if, here's if what I don't going understand. Going forward, all right, what does Brendan not understand? You got a business that's been around for eighty years. Why not sell it? Why not sell the business so instead I of think, just close it? So so they're closing the property, okay. and the site. Uh, they're still retaining the name of the business. And he said that they're going to still try to have a retail presence here in Orlando. No, no, I think he said not a brick and mortar store, but they would be open seven days a week. I don't really know what that means. It was sort of vague. Like a food truck? I don't know. I thought maybe they would do like farmer's markets and stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. But I don't know. He was sort of kind of like, well, we're going to try to figure some things out. Apparently they sold the Base. That's what I yeah. So I didn't. I so it sounds I like asked that like, question yeah. when I was there. Well, I actually what kind I of a no, reporter. No, actually, I did. Oh, okay. I asked he him said who bought it. And he was sort of once again. You know, I didn't want. To, I don't think he wanted to speak for the other people. Okay. So it, it, sounds, it sounds like the, the, the Bishop Moore. Yeah. And Saint. I don't know the name of the church there. I should know that, but uh, I believe they bought it, which is against the grain. Usually, like right now, I usually hear about churches like selling off their property, not. Catholic Church has got some money, though, I believe. I, well, hey, that's cool. <laughs> plus, so there's, plus, it's a school, so it's a private school. I mean, Catholic, okay. it's a private Catholic school, so there's probably a you know $10,000 tuition there. I don't, I don't know what it is. And an endowment. Yeah. And, yeah it's okay. a, so they probably have some money over there. That's interesting. So there, it sounds like the church offered them money. He couldn't refuse and then he shut down the store. That's not. That's what it sounds like to me. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to. All conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have to. We'd have to get the official word on that. But they're not going to tell us. Thing is, they've been there a long time. It's it's a great little shop. Yeah. It's it's probably not. It's the only garden shop in College Park. No, right? Appenberry is closer. Okay. To College Park and the across from Ollie's. Yes, and the difference between the two, if you've ever been to Appenberry compared to uh, Blodgett. Blodgett's a little more sort of working class is okay. probably the be- better way to describe it. Appenberry's is not. They're both nice, but mm, Appenberry's even is the name. probably a little fancier. Appenberry's Same versus Blodgett's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I, we always used to go to Blodgett because it was just, you know, a little more rough and tumble over there. And, you know, if you needed something. <laughs> Salt he, of the earth. Exactly. He, and yep. that's how it was. 
but you know it's just one of those things and so they're I closing think in up this day and age when you're gonna have something like that it has to be like boutique it does a little it's bit the only way you're gonna make it in a gentrified neighborhood like it's, college park it's, it's probably true and yeah. so they had good prices there and they, they were very knowledgeable that was the other thing when we would go to blodgett and say you know we got this and this and this what can grow there and he would pick out five different plants and say this will work perfect i love that it. yeah yeah. I know how he could have made all that money and he could have stayed open. Yeah. He well, could have had pop-up mimosa parties every week. There you go. And just stayed open. People could have like had garden parties all the time. I like it. Wouldn't that be fun? So supposedly, <laughs> yes, it would be fun. <laughs> Thank so, you. That's so what I So he told here. me it was, they're, they're supposed to close down on the 15th of June. Okay. Maybe the 17th. They were trying to work out that last day and everything's marked down right now. So if you get over there, you can probably get some cheap plants. But everything that doesn't sell, there's going to be an auction on the 18th. Everything. Everything. Everything must go. Have you gone yet? Have you bought some stuff? I haven't bought anything yet. Well, they weren't open the day I went there to go write about and they're it. they're closed right now. Uh, at this very moment, they're probably closed because it's 9 Man. o'clock on a, on a Friday. But they're open this weekend. Okay. Yeah. We'll go on the weekend. So get over there. All right. Look for us there. We'll probably go there and do some Insta photos. There you go. So other headlines of the week have been a little crazy it's a lot of restaurants really just restaurants opening and closing and rehabbing i like i like restaurants <laughs> i love them i don't think there's any opening or closing in my neighborhood here in college park in cp uh man i can smell the the pie right now i haven't been to that the place pie. yet we're looking at the pie in college park fire it's, pizza. it's the 115th pizza place here in college park <laughs> we have <laughs> ricotti's and papa john's and and the pie and NYPD pizza. And we only have like two of them are owned by Italians. Yeah, we have like a million pizza places here. <laughs> and now, I, I want an Indian to open. I say, I'm surprised. I want an Indian restaurant. Maybe there's not, a, like, like an Indian restaurant yeah, yeah, yeah. from India. Yeah. Not like. Not Native American. <laughs> that would be good too. That'd be good too. Something but different. Wild rice. True. That's actually something I've always wondered. How come nobody grows rice here in Florida? I don't know. Maybe it's not the right climate. No, I think it's definitely. I don't know. The right climate. Well, then maybe you should grow some retention rice. ponds. I don't know. That's a side note. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. All know, right. I'm so what's, what's opening? Oh, man, or let's closing. go through. Let's start go with through opening it. or closing. All right, all right, let's just do my list. What do we got? Burton's Bar. You were there. I was there. They that's, were, that's one of Orlando's oldest businesses. Another like 80-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Limit. Over eight. in Thornton Park. Closed Thornton Park. in February. February. January. Something like that. Earlier this year. Um, and then reopened by the boys behind the woods. And they're Good. super cool, like craft bar background. But they're like, we can't do craft bar in Burton's because someone will come burn us down. <laughs> so we have to keep it how it always has been. Yeah. Except uh, they're sticking to the state rule where you can't have dogs in there. No. Which I know someone's just going to. I didn't write that in there. Why can't you I'm have, a bad so journalist. You can't have dogs in there? No. Just state rules. You can't have dogs. Could you have dogs there before? People would let. Yeah. Everyone uh, had dogs in there. Oh. That's, it was just like you would walk in and there'd be a, a bulldog sitting on a pool chair. It was just awesome. So they want to play by the rules. So they're playing the by the rules. Oh, that, that's probably a good way to stay in business, to <laughs> I be agree. fair. I actually think it's non-smoking, too. So it's, that I don't mind. It smelled really good in there. Yeah. It was just, like, fresh. And they had to, because most of it was gutted. The old owner, when he left, took everything. Did it look the same, though, kind of? It felt exactly the same, but smelt good, and there were no dogs. All right, so it was, exact, it was completely <laughs> the opposite of old it was Burton. Completely different. <laughs> so someone out there is going to get really mad. Um, but the owners are really cool. I, I, I'm glad it's back. I'm glad they kept the name. They just kind of 
clean it up a little bit. Good. So good. Good. We'll see. Um, what else is that? There's a gourmet muffin. Gourmet. I I like muffins. You like muffins? I love muffins. I, I got a muffin top, so <laughs> I'm all over it. Uh, gourmet muffin. Just what it sounds like. It's a muffin specializing restaurant that opened across from uh, the pot or what's the. The pie oh, place. The P is P- for pie. Oh, okay. So it's on Corinne. On Corinne. Autobahn Park. 2909 Corinne. Across the street? Yeah. What, is there like a, a dog grooming place there? Yeah, and, right uh, next. It's directly next to the dog grooming all place. Right, all so, right. And uh, what's mechanic, the Palmer's? like a mechanic there, right? Yeah, which is actually the, the weekly shop. did something about the mechanic spot. Or just up from there, there's a house. It's like the longest ongoing party in Orlando. No, oh. because there's just these old men who just hang out on this picnic table in their front yard. That sounds awesome. It sounds really <laughs> cool. That would be another great story to talk to those guys. Like, what are you doing? How do you drink every day on your front yard? They've like taken out all the grass and they've paved it. I don't even know exactly where that's at. I'm gonna go look right before Palmer's. All right, it's so like another it, fancy uh, nursery here <laughs> in Central Florida. Who they've redone a lot of their stuff in their nursery. So. Too. Gourmet Gourmet muffin. Gour- Fancy muffin. Is that what it's called? Gourmet muffin? That's what it's called. All right. Muffin, straight to the singular. point. Yeah. <laughs> so now you can get your peas for pie, your uh, bluebird cupcakes, and your gourmet there muffins. There are a lot of bakeries in Audubon Park. I'd say bring it on. I think that's really fun if we had like a bakery district. We don't really have a lot of bakeries here in College Park. I I'm don't think any. I'm looking at the croissant place, but that's not really a bakery. Croissant yeah. gourmet. Very French. What's your favorite place in College Park? Like... In general? Just everything, yes. <laughs> uh, I've drunk like the downtown Credo Kool-Aid. I think it, ah. I love Credo. Um, my favorite is Kavanaugh's. <laughs> Kavanaugh's wine is my favorite. It's awesome in there. What's the sub shop? Uh, Gabriel's. Gabriel's. I yeah. love Gabriel's. Gabriel's is okay. I think the owners are really nice, I think I need too. to try other things when I go there. <laughs> I've only got like their Italian. and It's good. I like it. I like that it's like a local sub shop. There aren't very many of those here in in Orlando. And so. I've never been in Bijou's boutique. I haven't. Well, it's not I, really like for it us. Too. It's more of a lady store. I don't care. All right, I'll look wherever I want to look. Okay. All right, but go uh, to Kavanaugh's if 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 you ever want a glass of wine. My uh, what's the uh, I don't know. They'll come to me. <laughs> and uh, sugar daddies. Wait, go back to the gourmet muffins. Did, All right. did did you eat any of these gourmet muffins? No, I didn't trust myself. Did you go there? No. All right. But you know it. Op- <laughs> but you know it opens. I've seen them. They actually have been tabling at the Audubon Park Farmers Market for a few months. So what makes them gourmet muffins? They're like super fancy. Like, like like do they salted, have diamonds in them or what? Salted caramel, uh, caramelized chocolate chip muffins. All right. That's actually one of the. Real Are they ones. open later than five o'clock in the afternoon? Yes. Okay. They, Unlike some other bakeries in Audubon <laughs> Park that close a little earlier than you'd think. They do a brunch or breakfast shift till one on certain days and then i think it's thursday friday and then they are open six until nine okay for like that late dinner rush <laughs> she need a muffin at nine o'clock at night <laughs> and muffins and cookies and like a bunch of desserts all right yeah well, so that's them it looks cool and Pull i can't in. get an indian place here in college park you can't get get indian three bakeries at Audubon park oh I love the uh, I love samosas. Samosas are my favorite. Yeah, I don't really drink. T- oh wait, oh you mean <laughs> I thought you were gonna say mimosas? You're talking about samosas. That's probably why I like them is because they sound the same. They should have samosas and mimosas together. Samosa mimosa party. Yeah, let's do it in Albert Park. We can do that. It'll be a pop up Indian <laughs> restaurant. Oh, let's add it to the list, right? All right. 
there is Jax. Jack, oh, I heard about Jax, this. Thornton Park. Jax is before my time here in College Park. I guess it was in Ollie's. Yeah, so Ollie's used to be Jack's on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, Jack's like Fifth that. Avenue Deli. Yeah, something like that. Uh, owned by Jack Thompson. So he was gone. I guess he just pieced out. Didn't want to be here anymore. And then uh, a bunch of people with Craig Usler were like, no, man, we have this space that just opened up, the Bowery. No more silky pillows. Yeah. <laughs> silky pillow so, bun sandwiches. So, Brendan, what's Jack's exactly? Is it just the same concept? Yeah. Del- de- okay. Same thing. Deli sandwiches. No muss, no fuss. Working man kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Might need that down there. I think they do need it. I think they've tried everything else there. Yeah, no, that's true. There's been a fish place and obviously the yeah. Asian place. And I think Soko's delicious, but it's the price point's a little high. Yeah, I'm not going to probably go to lunch. I mean, I might go to lunch there if I'm like meeting no. somebody, but if I just need a quick sort of snack. Yeah, so that's it'll be interesting to see what happens. And there's no real timeline. They're kind of keeping everything there close to their chest. Ah. Uh, but we're friends with the guy who's doing the build-out, so hopefully he'll tell us soon. How come there's no Italian restaurant downtown? Like true Italian, like pasta and... What's the closest? There's one that's... Here? In college? Oh, there's, there's one the one. North right. Quarter? There is that one. La Trevise or something like yeah. that. I, I'm butchering Trastaveri. that. But like, like downtown, downtown. Uh, I think there should be a pasta place. Why isn't there a pasta place? Downtown? I don't know. I feel like people should be doing an audit. Or maybe we're going to have to do an audit of each neighborhood and what they're missing. Yeah, I And like tell that. people what they what we think the easiest thing to plug in would be. I mean, there is literally like 10 pizza places here in College Park and two Italian places within like a door of each other and right. not an Indian place. And so the turnover is a little higher uh-huh. than expected. And a lot of these places in College Park, these Italian places have opened up around the same time. Well, there's one I'm looking at. Oh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Adriatico. <laughs> Right, Adri- yeah, Adriatico. that has been there a long time. And then Armando's, Armando's just, just, just open. Just open. And they've been pretty busy though. They they stay pretty busy. There was one across the street for a long time yeah. that I never went in that closed. This is part of the gentrification of College Park. So there's this wave of people who are moving from Winter Park into College Park, and I'm seeing it as like children of Winter Parkers who can't afford Winter Park or there's nowhere to live in Winter Park. Yeah. The next best thing that's close to get like a starter home yeah is here in college park and so if you're looking at what is doing well in college park it's the things that are similar to winter park that's true no that's true i mean you know we try to go to as much as we can here in college park we were at the tap room the other night one of my favorites like the tap room it's nice there you get you get a grandma meal there which i like you just love like you do love like what Mashed real potatoes, food? Potatoes, like some chicken, Americana. Well, not like all the time, but like you know what you're gonna get there. Like yeah. you know you're gonna get an awesome burger if you go there. All right. You know the beer is gonna be good. You're not gonna get something crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like what's crazy? What constitutes well, crazy? Well, I, you know, we. I mean, I'll say we went to a restaurant on Park Avenue on Saturday, and it was good. Call him out. Who was it? It was Luma. All right. And it was good. Luma on Park. But, you know, between that one and the tap room, like, we had almost a better time at the tap room because their food was almost just as good at half the price. Yeah, and there's, like, no fancy cars parked in front exactly. of you and with fancy yeah. people looking at you. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, we just had a good time. I, I, I like it over at the tap room. It's good stuff. All right. Solid. I get it. I'm not, I'm not fighting that. 
Uh, there's a pop-up coming up, Cadence. So Wait, those, what's all this about? Those kids from Capo, right? That little tiny sushi I they place. they ran another place. I always get really confused with all their businesses. <laughs> I can't keep up with them. So Capo was that tiny little sushi place. Which I never went because it was like $100 for like- And you could never get in because yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. six seats, right? I like sushi, but I'm never full after I'm done eating sushi. Well, this, I guess you generally are from them. It's called omakase okay. style. So the chef decides what you're getting. Um, the- so Capo closed, and they did Konbini, which, con- which was a like Japanese convenience store, which was cool. And it was I cool. went in there. I did. I did something on them one time. It went away. Little sandwiches. And- uh, I guess Eastside Market brought in a consultant to say, like, look at what's working and look at what's not, and help us like give people prods if it's time for them to move on yeah. and do another, and we can bring in some new blood, which is what happened. And I guess. Capo was on that block, so they are gone. Uh, now the dining group behind them, which is called Cadence, is opening a self-titled restaurant across from Stardust. Okay, Cadence. That's the one with the little tiny window, right? The one like for hobbits. It's yeah, like we don't know on what the that ground. is yet. I don't understand. So there's a building that's like cement, and there's like two rectangle openings, yeah. and one looks like a window or a door, and then one looks like. It's on the floor. I almost. guess that's so you can see like their feet. Their feet. You can tell which seats are open. I don't know. That just came to you right say. now because maybe it's limited seating too. So anyway, they're doing a six-seat pop-up sushi restaurant at Red Light Red Light, and it's from five thirty until they run out of food oh, so for six. three Sundays <laughs> in a row. <laughs> no, like eight. All right. Um, I'm not. We've talked about these whole pop-up. I love pop ups. I'm not sold on the concept. Well, too what bad. if I want to go back? <laughs> what if I miss it? <laughs> then you have to go to. Well, then you miss it. So don't miss it. Yeah, you gotta pay right. attention to bungalore.com, John. Is anything that I couldn't miss? Like you know, <laughs> is there anything that <laughs> You're good? such an old man. <laughs> I'll go to the tap room and get my broiled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> my burger. My boiled chicken. I wish you had said. Uh, <laughs> so that's happening. This is kind of outside of our area, but I want to talk about it before the break. Uh, Sugar Daddy's, that little coffee shop. I don't even know where this is. It's, like, it's on Bungalow, and it's in it's in Daytona Beach. It might as well be Daytona Beach. I never should have written about it. It's not in our hood, but they got struck by lightning, which so is, is amazing before to me. We get Summon, too far. I can't. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Northwest of here. It's in the. You're gonna have to go to Bungalow.com. I can't remember. Sugar Daddy's. Sugar Daddy's like coffee shop. I have driven all over Central Florida, <laughs> and I have a pretty good memory where things are. I have no idea. Where I that really. Place is. I wasn't gonna write about it. This guy wrote in. He did an Ask Bungalower. You know, everybody, if you're out there and you haven't asked Bungalow. Where are Sugar Daddy's at? <laughs> Look at Bungalow. I'm going to Google it right now. If my phone's fast they, enough, we have a few minutes, seconds here. So, it was, and I wasn't going to write about it. I was just going to research it for this guy because we do that. I have apparently an abundance of time. <laughs> and I looked into it. I called them and they're like, we're not closed per se. Uh, we're still running the catering out of our kitchen, but the front part was struck by lightning, John. Wait, is it a bakery and coffee shop? Yes. Oh, wait. It's in Edgewood, Edgewood, which is south, not north. All right. What? Yeah, it's south. It's on Hoffner Avenue. Oh, on like Orange Belle Avenue. Isle? Yeah. Going oh. towards Belle Isle. Well, I'm glad you looked it up. Fun fact, I got my <laughs> drug test when I worked at the Orlando Sentinel down there. Orlando Sentinel. There you we go. We should have talked about that. Take your drink. They're closing. Oh, we can talk about that when we get oh back. Oh, my They're God. This is So much to talk about. It's Orlando Sentinel closing. You heard it her first. <laughs> They're not closing. We'll talk about it when we get back, though.
Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus John Bus Decker. The Bus! I wish you would just follow me and do that, <laughs> Brendan. And I am Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyper-local news. And we are in beautiful College Park right now in Albert Park. I'm living. I'm feeling this. It's nice. It's actually not mm. raining at this very second. Which, which is, is crazy. I know. It's been what raining every day. It's like everybody prayed for rain. It came, and now we don't know what to do with it. That's Right, and so yeah, we're we're recording here in Albert Park, which is right on uh, Edgewater Drive, across from the Pie, the Pie, which the is a pizza pie, place, or Graffiti, Graffiti Junction, Junction, and mm-hmm. we're just right here in the the heart that that heart bike rack that looks Park. like trees. Yeah, that bike rack. I love that bike rack. I I wrote a story on that guy. <laughs> Swear I, to God, who was it? Local guy? Uh, it was a local guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does uh, welding. Quai Studios. I can't remember his name. Oh, all right. That's, well, you know, I know. There you go. It's the same guy that did the. Uh, Cedars of Lebanon sculpture ah. by World of Beer Downtown. Cool. That Sea Art Orlando piece. Ah. So before the break, we were talking about Orlando Sentinel closing They're forever. They're closing forever. <laughs> they are shifting operations of their publishing. <laughs> in... Marketing spin. Yeah, well, I yeah. Know, I'm, just, I'm just teasing. Yeah. It's so, so sad. It, I mean, it's 115 people are losing their jobs. Uh, the, the paper prints right there downtown on Orange and Colonial – They've, you know, they've been there for. I think they've yeah, been it's that no building joke. for it's no joke. seventy years. I feel bad that I was making light of it. It's really sad. Um, they're just they're closing down. The, they're outsourcing their printing operations and yeah. their distrib- distribution yeah. process. And so what they're doing is closing that part of their business. From what I read in the story, I don't really have any inside info on this, but right. they're closing down that part of their business, the printing part and the distribution part. And as you said, they're outsourcing to Gatehouse Media, which owns the Daytona. Uh, journal, Daytona Beach Journal, and the Lakeland Ledger. So, from what I gather, and maybe I read this wrong, I would assume people that live in South Orlando would get their paper printed in Lakeland, and probably the people in North Orlando, and they would just oh, interesting it there because the drive would be closer. I could be wrong on that, but the main point and is, they meet in the middle. What if they look a little different? <laughs> But the main point is it's not going to be printed in Orlando anymore. And generally when they do that, it's it's a cost-saving thing. Right. It's it's Yeah, cheaper. that makes sense. It makes immediately everyone was like, "Oh, it's cuz they're trying to make money. They're also saving on labor from 115 people." They are, and you know, you do lose a little bit of money because a lot of people might not know this, but if you get the New York Times, if you get the USA Today, that's printed in Orlando. They don't print that in New York and fly it down here. They just send the copy. That, you know, they send the the to a local regional like. printer. Yeah, and then they print it. And so, if the Sentinel's not doing that any longer, you know, they are losing revenue there. But I'm sure somebody looked at a cost analysis sheet and said, you know, we spend this, we hmm. can save this. Let's just do it that I'm way. Really interesting. I'll be honest. There, oh, there's probably a third part to this though too. Uh, and then once again, I I we don't really know. Here. Yeah, yeah, but if you take away the printing, and uh, that building has a very large footprint right now, and the the staff in that building, thirty years ago used to take up most of the building. Today it's probably a quarter of it. Right. So all those people that did classified and marketing and circulation, they used to take up the whole building. Now they're just in a corner of it. And the Sentinel actually doesn't own that building. The company that owns the Sentinel 
I believe Tribune Media, it could be Tronk, I, I can never remember which one owns the building. So they rent that building. So, so they rent the space they use in that building. So if you're using a quarter of it, great, but now you have all these other costs. So if you can get rid of the printing, I'm going somewhere with this, Brendan. No, I, I, if you get rid of the printing, you're not using much of the building, you no longer have to be tied to that space. So if your staff says, look, we can find cheaper offer space in Ultima. We can find cheaper office space in Belle Isle, wherever. Right. They'll do that eventually. Now, I mean, I don't know a timeline for that, but I, I would guarantee that in the next two to three years, depending on when their lease is up, they'll be and if moving they can out. get out of it, they would move somewhere, keep all the branding, but just not use that building. There's already been talking people of the Miami developer buying up a lot of land yeah. around there or if maybe even that space. Valuable. Yeah. So why and once again with the people who work at the Orlando Sentinel there's there's really really no need to work downtown. I mean you are close to the courthouse but besides that yeah. you know the work's all over and most of the people that are reporters you know they live all over as well and so they just go to their their site where they have to do their work. So if your if your office is in once again Altamont or Castleberry who cares? Because you're going to go to the, where the story is at. You're just going to drive there anyway. Well, I hope they stay downtown. I mean, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. It's I love cool that to have a presence. Downtown. Now, now there, there could be another side to this. And I know we're talking about this a little bit. When UCF opens their stuff. Yeah, emerging there media. May, there may be some cooperation there. And they say, well, look, we'll oh, move in wow. our reporters to your space or very close to your space. Right. And your young students can learn from our veteran reporters. Well, all I'm hearing is that you and I need to set up an annex over there. Get some interns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but So there might be some partnership there, too, okay. where, you know, they move out of that space downtown, but then the Sentinel employees move to a place closer to the UCF college. Well, I know those UCF people, Creative Village guys, and yeah. I'm going to ask them what's happening because uh, that makes perfect that sense. Might be, you know, that might be two years away. Now, now, if we want to continue talking about this, what do you do with the press from that's 30 years old? You can't move that thing. You, you don't. You, generally with newspaper presses, they build the building around the press. Right. And so a lot of times what happens with these old presses is they are dismantled. They aren't usually sold because nobody wants them, but they are. if they are sold, they are sold to like third world countries or or like other developing countries because they can still use them and they might buy them for you know pennies on the dollar i just can't even imagine shipping that thing it's, well you ship it in pieces gigantic no no it's huge and yeah. maybe you don't ship all of it it's like maybe the size ship. of church street exchange yeah it's a huge thing but you know you ship it in or, or the business uses it as a tax write-off and says you know we donated this press to right. some company in in costa rica to print their paper you know, we get money for it. So anyway, there's a Toronto. lot of things going on there. So, but it's a sad, I mean, it's sad because there's, I mean, a lot of those people that worked in the press room, you know, they worked there for 30, 40 years. Like that's, that's what they did. So there's a lot of jobs that are lost that. And press, like where yeah. do you go, where do you go from a printing where do you, where can you get a printing gig know. locally? No, Lawton, I don't know. Lawton Connect, they've been around for a hundred some the, years. Does the but weekly still print at the Sentinel? Because they did. No, no. They oh. were. They moved that, I think, when I was there. Okay. I can't remember who prints them now. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, it's a big loss, though. And it's 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 tough. It's a tough business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our hearts go out to them. It's sad. Sad to hear about that. So, what else we got? Um, what are we talking about? We so, were talking well, about well, since we're talking of, about printing, our, our Orlando Parks book 
that bungalow or in downtown Credo collaborated on a book. Yeah. And I wrote it. And I have it. You do? I think so. I'm a published author. Yeah, you are. I thought there was going to be a copywriter, and there wasn't one, so there's a couple spelling mistakes in this first <laughs> draft. Um, I, I didn't notice them. We partnered with uh, designers, local designers, who did designs inspired by local parks, put them in a book, and then there are also some large format prints that the city hall is displaying right now uh, in their rotunda. And you can also buy the book we just brought back with 22 copies right now that are available online. You can get it at shop.bungalower.com. How many did you print? I think like a couple hundred. All right. It's a cool book. Yeah. It's cool to read through and learn the history of all the parks. I love that kind it's of stuff. It's good stuff. I, we didn't write about Albert Park, so maybe that'll be in the next version. We're talking a little about tiny park. Point two, 2.0. Did, did you go to the, the Pulse Portraits? I did. All 49. Right. How did, how was that? I didn't get, uh, I didn't it's get to beautiful. go to that. Yeah. yeah, it's also there. I think it's kind of curated through Manello. What's her name? Shannon Fitzgerald, the head of the executive director of Manello Museum, is, is also in charge of the public art. City Hall, right, Brendan? Right. Yeah. It is, uh, and it's portraits. I actually think it's 50 portraits of the 49 victims. Oh, okay. Uh, or 51. It's, a, it's more than the 49. And by artists from all over the country yeah and they're beautiful just yeah a really cool thing to see even if you're just walking through it to go get a baked potato from four rivers <laughs> the barbecue shop that's yeah. in in city hall uh it's it's worth a look i loved it i guess we should talk about that though because this is the last episode before june yeah, 12 june 12 it's on monday uh there's a lot of pulse stuff happening i think probably the most uh the best way for people, I think, to get involved is to go to orlandounitedday.com yeah. and volunteer. There's a there's going to be a whole list of things that people can engage in. There's like four. There, I know there's like 49 things that I think the parents or at least the mothers of some of the victims got together and say we want you to do these 49 things. Did you see that list? Yeah, for it's part of the they're calling it the Day of Love and Kindness yeah. initiative. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of different things that people can be doing. Some are super simple, like go, you know, smile at somebody older than you, and I mean, it's something like I'm not quoting exactly, <laughs> but but they're really simple. They're not, you know, you don't they yeah. don't want you to donate millions of dollars or go do this or that. It's, it's really simple stuff. Right, and there's and there's a few different pulse charities that can get a little confusing. So if you want to donate something, I would say donate your time to one of those volunteer initiatives. Yeah. Um, there's also going to be something downtown, and Uber is going to be providing uh, free rides to people if you're going to Lake Yola or if you're going to the Pulse site. Uh, free, up to $15 yeah. between 5.30 and 2 a.m. So um, it's a big window of time. If you, if you don't want to drive, hopefully you're not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but you just want to go and, and be a part of it and, and mourn or remember or do whatever you need to do. Uh, that's a great way to engage. And I think the museum's open that day, too, because I know the Orange County History Museum has a lot of artifacts and things they collect. Yeah, they a lot of it's off-site right now, but they do have a small spot where you can go and, and see some some artifacts, yeah. which I don't like saying, but I feel kind of weird that I just said artifacts. Uh, you know, it's it's you know I, I had this problem. I wrote about something, and... You know, it's hard to say the word anniversary because I think that's like a, you know, most people consider the word anniversary a positive yeah, thing. It's celebratory. Remember. I, I, I tried to write around that, but it was hard because there wasn't a lot of other words to, to use. But I, I understand when people get 
sort of like, why are you using the word anniversary? It's it's not yeah. a celebratory. Patty thing. Sheehan actually, went, she she made a big stink about it. I guess uh, the first time they said anniversary leading up. To I this. had to. I actually I actually looked up the definition of anniversary, and the definition is just the the one year mark of acknowledgement. A, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I think we've made it into a celebration thing because it's usually tied to a marriage sure. or whatever. Well, but, it connotes it brings a connotation of celebration. I know, and. I know. Uh, and I'm, you know, we're not going to fight about that. No, we don't need to fight, John. Uh-uh. No, uh, there's actually, a lot of things going on on, on June 12th. So we actually can, tuned up. There's something happening uh, Saturday morning tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing something with a few of our community partners at Go Big Tees. So, like our T-shirt people, have made 200 shirts. We're going to give them out for free. It's kind of so you can like gear up for uh, for Monday. And it's a special edition T-shirt for Pulse. And then uh, Art Reach Orlando's there. I'm going to be running that table. We're going to be uh, tie-dyeing those shirts, adding color to it. Otherwise, the shirts are just black and white. Ah. But you can come and add some color to it if you want to. You don't have so to. So where, where is, like, the big event? Is it at Lake Yola? Lake Yola. Okay, and then I think Barbara Palma is spearheading the one that's over at Pulse at the site that she owns. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So there's a few, again, go to United... Uh, OrlandoUnitedDay.com. It's all there's a big database there of all the cool events. Um, you know, actually, we missed a big opening. I feel bad. What open? Muddy Waters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we it, didn't talk about this. Yeah, yet. that New Orleans style uh, restaurant. Yes, and the old mucho, muchos. mucho went out of business. Mucho tequila. Yeah, this was over. What what street is that? Eola. Yeah, Eola Drive. Eola. And. Yeah. Uh, Pine. Mucho's been open since I I moved here in 2010. It's, it had been around. It was owned by Todd Ulmer. He owned like cigars at Universal, yeah. uh, Frosty's Christmas Frosties. Time Lounge. He does Aku Aku. Uh, yeah, which I love. I love Aku Aku. That's a good bar. <laughs> they have that volcano drink. Yeah, and there's a light on tiger fire one that we can't say. We can't say it. Tiger. Starts with an F. Tiger lover. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, it opened. I actually got to go for the media opening, and the food was amazing. What'd you I have? loved it. What'd I, you have? They brought out. You didn't get to choose things. They All just right. brought it in like an onslaught. What'd you try? The first thing was like this cilantro pesto golden beet flatbread. I know you love flatbread. Very, bread. very New Orleans. It sounds it was like so good. Yeah. Um, like some sort of like hush puppy beignet thing. Oh, that sounds good. Really good. There was like smoked trout in it in the center. Um, it's like upscale, but not really. It wasn't super expensive. It was probably um, all free. <laughs> I paid. You had to pay for your drinks. And we, had right. a few, and we had a few drinks. Did you get a hurricane? <laughs> I got a, a Moscow mule, but in a voodoo skull cup. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was redfish. We had caramel cheesecake, banana bread pudding, um, catfish. It was just everything was delicious. Good. Yeah. I'm, Getting really hungry just I kind of want to go How come I never get invited To these things <laughs> Nobody ever wants me there <laughs> I want to bring you But Scotty's always like No man Bring me uh, A flat right, iron steak I'll have steak to too. punch him in the face Punch then. him in the face We should mention We are in College Park right now In Albert Park If you've never been It's the tiny park With the gazebo Little tiny park Here in College little, Park Little pocket park They have a, a bird meet up Once a month Bring Exotic birds. Exotic birds. Exotic. Don't bring your regular birds. No, that's, that'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Don't come here with your chickadees. You show up with your robin. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Where's your toucan? With your robin. <laughs> what are you, Batman? <laughs> get out of here. Uh, but hey, Publix is going to start delivering groceries. Like, like, don't they have like that shipped? Yeah, they do. Shipped. Can I say that? Shipped? Shipped. Shipped. 
There's you a just, P in there. <laughs> There's somebody going to edit this. There's a P in there. I promise. He just slurs. <laughs> um, yes. This and is this, different, though. This is in response to all those food delivery apps. So they don't want some third party coming into no. their Publix. Mm. They want they want to take it over themselves. No, they were like, tiger lover that shipped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanna, we're going to do our own delivery stuff. And so now they're delivering. And Orlando was one of the first places to get it. Everyone else is going to get it by 2020. Wow. But we, we can actually get it right now. You can go to delivery.publix.com you can check just punch in your zip code and uh it'll tell you where what you if you can get it have you ever had groceries delivered to your house yeah really yeah from amazon really i did it what'd you get uh it was like necessities bread and a loofah and (laughs) (laughs) and how much much extra was it or was it not because no, you have it was prime. cheap. It was five bucks. I prime. Uh, um, I did it for work because we were writing about it. And oh, I want to take yeah. a picture of the bags. Right. And yeah, because we write about tech stuff too. Um, and that was just super cool. I love that. And uh, it, it helps. I'm a busy guy. Yeah, you are. So it's no nice time to, for the groceries. I store. don't. I, maybe I don't, you know. It, so it's great to just be able to roll up home and then there's two bags of non-perishables on my porch. All right. You can also get ice cream and stuff delivered. It seems like that would melt, though. <laughs> yeah, if you're not there to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, Publix, that's delivered. We've talked about a lot of stuff. There's a historic marker that's coming to uh, Lake Eola. which it's so historic that the thing's not even <laughs> it's there It's not anymore, even right? there. Did you, you read it? Uh, kind of. Nobody's nobody talking about this, but I, I think I have a beef about it. All right. What, what is know. your beef, Brendan? Beef. Brendan'sBeef.com. <laughs> um... <laughs> Don't Google that. Were, don't, Please don't, don't Google don't, don't, that. <laughs> I tried to take all those pictures down. Uh, there's a, there were all these historic houses. When I moved here, this was happening. On Lake Eola. At, on Lake Eola. And they demoed all of them but one, I the Eola house. Them, but there were more of them there when I moved here. I mean, they did that in like 2012, didn't they? About that. Okay. Yeah, there was like five. Yeah. Five or six. Yeah. Five, I think. Um, you can read about it in my write-up. <laughs> I write about it and forget it. Uh <laughs> And they demoed out all of them but one. And it's interesting because the one that they saved was just the biggest one. It wasn't anything of historic or cultural note. It wasn't architecturally, like, the best. It was just the biggest. And so now that one has become the offices for the Lake Eola Parks Department. Yeah. And it's also, you can, like, use it for special functions and weddings and stuff. If I remember right, didn't they offer those houses for free to for anybody free. who wanted them? If you could move them. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously yeah. it cost a ton And to there move was them. only one person, apparently, that tried, this one woman, and she all she had was $200,000. And it wasn't enough to move. And specifically, it wasn't enough to move this one house that she really did want. And it was the one that was of historical note because it was owned by... What's his name? Raleigh something something. All right, he sounds famous. Right, John Raleigh Mott, and he uh, he actually is he of applesauce fame. No, he's, <laughs> he's actually like an evangelist preacher right. who really kind of launched uh, missionary work. Okay, so American missionaries going across across the pond and uh, and promoting Christianity to people in developing countries. Uh, and he and, was in Orlando. And he was. And he also wrote books. And he was a Nobel Prize winner. Crazy. He lived in this house and died there. In the house? Beautiful house. I don't know if it was oh, okay. in the house. But. <laughs> I thought maybe his ghost was there. <laughs> and they knocked it down. And now they're going to memorialize the spot with a plaque 
after they've already knocked down the house. Seems sort of anticlimactic. Super. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, do an installation. Do a gazebo that looks like the house. Like, accompany it with a nod to the house or the man. You can't just have a historical marker that actually calls attention to the fact that you knocked down a historical place of yeah. significance. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Um, and somebody needs... I'm really surprised with the people like communications and stuff in the city that aren't saying what are you thinking man this is crazy we're gonna get hate well, who, mail who wanted the the plaque up because somebody has to apply for that i don't know who applied All for right. it although you know what i think patty sheehan had something to do with it it's pay, being paid for by two uh private families and patty sheehan's throwing money at it so either the families initiated it or patty did i'm guessing it was the families All that right. may have some connection to uh mr mott yeah. Not the applesauce. Not fame. the applesauce guy. What's going on this week? Yeah, we did it again, right? I got a marathon. We had three minutes. I, I got a sprint. Um, well, we started. We're not just doing weekend roundups. We're also going through to the next episode. So there's a few things to talk about tonight. As soon as we get off the radio, purple rain at Little Indies. It's uh, all prints all night. All right. No cover. Oh, we can't beat that. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Little Indies. That's the little spot right next to uh, Will's Pub and Mills 50. There's a workshop Saturday tomorrow at 2 o'clock at the Union Hall in Edgewater. Uh, you can learn all about the Sable Pipeline. There's a big briefing about what's happening. People have taken photos about things that are actually against the law that some people have been doing. Oh, no. It's a little political, but if you're interested and you want to get involved, go plug in. Uh, Bungalowers event that we're doing with Yelp and Go Big T's Gather and Love. It's in Mill 50 right across from Colonial uh, Photo and Hobby. Okay. From 9 a.m. till noon, the first 200 people get a free shirt that you can tie-dye and wear out and uh, support your, your gays, awesome. your LGBTQ alphabet soup on the 12th. I just burped. <laughs> Ate up two seconds. Black Orpheus is at Enzian. It's a really cool film. You should check it out. Noon, Saturday. There's a free screening of I Am Not Your Negro. I saw that. Uh, was it good? It was very good. I really want to see it. Yeah. Okay. You probably got to see it twice to get everything. All right. That's to be a, honest. the Winter Park Community Center, 4 p.m. It's a movie by James Baldwin. Totally check it out. That's in honor of Juneteenth, yeah. which is the, uh, it commemorates the end of slavery in America. Super important. Not a lot of people talk about it. Uh, there's a David Lynch tribute art show at the Falcon at 10 p.m., also ah. on Saturday. Sunday, actual Juneteenth, there's a Remembering Rosewood event. Uh, and also at the Winter Park Public Arts or Public Community Center, super awesome. There's Lizzie Jenkins is going to be sharing her aunt's story of a violent n- night of mob justice, something that happened in Rosewood, Florida. Uh, super timely, really interesting. Cadence, the sushi pop-up is at 5.30. There's a chef collaborative dinner uh, with Ravenous Pig and Pizza Bruno at Ravenous Pig. Four courses, 6.30 p.m., 65 bucks. Uh Monday the 12th, obviously it's Pulse Remembrance, lots happening, go to United OrlandoUnitedDay.com to volunteer, do something nice for someone else. Uh, the 13th, Deli Fresh Threads is having sandwich eat up at 903 Mills Market, oh, 6 to 8. I like sandwiches. <laughs> so good. I like Biggie too, he's a good guy. <laughs> and then uh, on the 16th, there's the Recycle Art Show, love the Recycle Art Show, it's at Soto, we're big fans, starts at 7pm, unveiling, check it out. You did it. <sighs> you did it. Woo! All right, we got we got to go. We got to go. Thanks for having us. See you soon. Bungalow in the bus. Bungalow.com, hyper local news.